0: What is this? It's a me. Yeah! When you want the real, you know exactly where to find it. It's pure, flow-sick, no cure, positive, so sure. Started local, it ended up global, one head nod at a time. Check the rhyme, I go ball for ball with anyone alive. If you You name them, I'm aiming. And that's not even a threat, it's a fact. And this effect is undeniable. doubt is how you like me now. I give respect in any city, any town.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I go by Cash, a.k.a. Exec P, one half of the DSC. My man, Mr. Prez, couldn't be with me this episode, but don't worry, don't worry. I got a, I got a gang with me. I got, got two super producers. I'm speaking that into existence, and my man, Numbs and Furious Styles, and I also have Abel. They have come together to make a body of work called Real One, Abel's latest project, Track, not Track, sorry, sorry, sorry project number 14 this is this man don't sleep man this man does not sleep we've had him on these guys are no strangers to the couch so i'm gonna spare you the pleasantries and the long intros we're gonna get into a very dope interview and without further ado i got my man abel numbs and furious what's going on fellas what's going on cash chilling man abel what up man
2: i'm good man blessed thank you man appreciate you having me on again man and uh it's an absolute pleasure to work with brothers like this and yourself as well.
1: Appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, fellas, man, I, I won't assume everybody knows who you guys are, what you do. Whoever wants to start first, which, you, you know, the regular intros, where you from, how you got your start, and we'll kind of go from there.
3: All right. Well, um, uh, I'm uh MC from um, North New Jersey. Um, I recently started producing and just just a uh, you know a big fan of hip hop and um you know enjoying working with uh furious able, which we'll get into a little bit later but um you know salute to cash hearing me on having me on been rapping and doing music uh, since about 1994 1995 so um on and off so i've been doing a um you know a lot of different things i'm just happy to be here today
4: furious uh, furious styles uh, originally from east chicago Grew up East Chicago, Gary, Indiana. Uh, been living in Memphis since 2015. I've uh, been making beats since '99 in high school. Started with the dr Five, and now I'm working on the NBC. Uh, been blessed to work with these these two guys here. Man, have an opportunity now, and what i now, people know Fury Styles is because of, of Bill Mary and Numbs. Man, shout out to you, Cash, for this, and I'm just happy to be here, man. I, I love this.
1: Sure, no doubt, no doubt, man. You earned it, so it ain't. I'm sure it isn't given you know what I mean, Abel. it's on you.
2: What up, what up, Bell Mary, MC, represent the DMV, Alexandria, Virginia. Been rapping since 97, 98. Um, Took a hiatus for about 10 years, came back strong. Um, Hip-hop connoisseur, entrepreneur, um, lover of art, uh, creativity. And um, it's been a real pleasure working with both Numbs and Furious. Um, they inspire me uh, musically, and creatively, and I think that um, we found a way to be able to push each other and elevate each other's art. Um, and it's really, um, really cool to be able to elevate together and witness everybody's progression in real time.
1: Absolutely, and you let you let right into right into my next question. Like with kind of knowing you guys and how you guys have come along. Abel, you been out the gate putting out projects. to a long hiatus from music and if, if everybody wants to know why you did that, y'all go, go check the previous episode where we had Abel on go get those streaming numbers up but he he mentions that on there so with that long hiatus and Nums you kind of have the same story, Furious as well how you guys all kind of went away what kind of brings you guys back to the fold as far as your resurgence with music and, and being back on the social media space
4: well I said um like I told before, uh, the pandemic got me back into producing. You know, I'm a, I have a, I'm a commercial driver, lost one of my jobs within like two hours when the pandemic first hit, and so you know, it was kind of just like I had a like lot more time on my hands, and I was like, you know, let me start making back making beats. But you know, it's like it was 10, 10 years for me, I didn't know how to really get it going. My social media. It was all about my fraternity and stuff like that. So I was like, you know what? So I just slowly transitioned to posting up beat videos to the point where I started getting known for that. And it took a year, ran into my brother Nums, then ran into Abel uh, Mary, and and it working out it took a year straight, but man, it, it came together.
3: Uh for me, it's just linking up with Abel. Um you know, me and my um brother Vaughn, we got the uh, Great Minds podcast. Um had Abel on. Um you know, one of his albums um inspired me. Um I can't, he, he's got so many, I can't even think of the name right now, um, but one of the joints inspired me, so I just kind of reached out to him uh, on the side, let him know, uh, I thought his music was dope, inspirational, um, and kind of kind of on pace with if I started rapping again, you know, a similar type of lane, so, um, you know, he kind of inspired me, uh, he listened to some old stuff and kind of inspired me to dust the pen off and, you know, saying the rest is history.
1: So, Bell, man, how does that make you feel, man, just with those those words from your peers um in terms of of your grind up until now?
2: Oh man, it means the world. Um to be able to inspire people like to me, you know, everybody does music for different reasons. Um, I mean, let's just focus on rap right now because we're all like in that space. Um a lot of people, they use rap to get something that they want, right? So like the reward for them is the outcome of success in rap. For me, um, you know, I define success as being able to inspire people to be better, um, to uplift people. So um I'm not looking at billboard for validation. Like somebody like Nums telling me, yo, you inspired me and you made me, you know, get back in the lab. And think of all the work that he created since that, that we wouldn't have had if that conversation didn't occur. Um, Think of all the music that we've seen from Furious and that we're going to see in the next few months and upcoming years as a result of just the conversation that we had. So for me, like that's the definition of victory is to even if nobody else got anything from my music, if I brought these two dudes out of retirement and the work that they're able to create and the people they are able to inspire and touch, like I feel like my job is done. So that's how I see it.
1: You bring up an inter- interesting point and I want to revisit a question I asked you the last time we talked in regards to and it kind of speaks to your purpose but I just want to hear it from you so you know the inspiration you said it doesn't matter about billboard sales or followers or how popping you are on social media none of that stuff that doesn't really matter so how do you balance out the amount of product you put out you know what I mean does Is that just something that is just a lofty goal for you is to go for a certain number or it's just just something that you feel like is in you and you want to get it out as long as you're feeling motivated?
2: Oh, interesting question. Uh, It was actually a realization that I was doing it like it wasn't a goal that I set for myself and said, can I do it? It's me looking at what I was doing and saying this is the pace that I'm on. So. I just stated what was already occurring organically. Um the burst of creativity that I've had right now, it's kind of um, the coalescing of my skill set, just elevating to the point where um, like, my proficiency allows me to create at that pace. And then just the experience and the perspective I had as a human being, being as evolved as I am at this point. Um, those two things together, like kind of peaking is what creates this pace of uh, creating music Um, and then I always you know I'm a big Tupac fan and um, you know his work ethic is something that I was always inspired by um, especially like towards the end of his his life and his career Um, none of us know how long we have here so I feel like my value proposition as an artist is I have a unique perspective from like my experiences and just my ability to put those into words Um, so We don't know how long we're going to be here. Um, So if I'm inspired by it and if I don't have a financial interest or somebody that invested in me, that's like, yo, you can't put out this much content because we need to space it out, then I'm going to put it, I'm going to match the gas until the gas runs out. Um, So like my approach was just really just putting into words and putting a mission statement on what I was already doing, which is putting out music at this pace.
1: So I want to switch gears a little bit. Nums furious like venturing into producing I, i'm seeing you guys you posting more videos you guys are shooting me videos on the side via text and stuff like that man and I'm, I'm happy to see it man it keeps me motivated to pursue my own production and mixing and mastering uh endeavors so i mean can you guys talk a little bit about how you guys motivated
4: each other early on when i'm at work somebody I ain't gonna say no names be sending me beats look at this look at this sending me three or four beats that he made. I'm like, okay, wait till I get off work, man. All right. You know what I'm saying? But no, I'm hyped, I'm so happy, man, because I knew when I first met him that he was... A, I, I thought he was a producer when I first met him. That's amazing and for him. He caught on so quick. I was like, what? No, It didn't surprise me, but it did, because I told him he could make beats. I was like, all you gotta do is learn the beat machine. Because like, the way he was breaking down when I was making Legacy Loading with him, I was like, dude, you know how to make beats, man. I was like, I was like, man, you lying or something? Because I was like, you know what you are doing. I just thought he didn't feel like making it this time, <laughs> 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 for real. Because the way he was breaking down, like our first song, where he was breaking it down, I am like, dude, man. I was like, do you produce or something? Because I've never heard somebody, nobody's ever told me to break down a beat like that.
3: Yeah, I am just um, with the process, and like Abel tell you, he' a little different. Abel, Able get the beat, and he get to the bars. You know, saying he don't waste none of the beat um i'm a little bit more detailed and and more and more particular with with certain things and i guess that's probably what furious was feeding into um the crazy thing is like when when i was away from from rapping like i always was intrigued with producing you know what i'm saying um i had like an npc 1000 probably in like i don't know maybe like 2010 2011 something like that but i never really had anyone uh show me how to use it so eventually you know i ended up just getting rid of it um but from a distance honestly i always had my eye on producing it was just a matter of me like um going and just doing it uh so once i linked with furious it was just kind of like yo i could show you the machine i could show you and then you know we had a conversation and then i'm like i might get it soon i just hit him like yo i got it now let's go you know what i'm saying so it's just kind of been kind of been on on from there, I was able to skip a bunch of steps um, because he, you know, he was able to show me everything. You know, say some people don't even know how to get to the, you know, the sample part or just certain parts of the machine because they just don't have anyone to show them. So, um, definitely appreciate that. So he he helped me definitely expedite the process.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. And you don't you don't find a lot of people like that giving out free game facts. You know what I mean? As far as just taking their time to to show you. You know what I mean? So that that's dope, man. But the the part of the story that I wanted to bring in is just like, you know what I'm saying, same thing. You know what I'm saying? You saying I'm gonna um, buy the NPC. And I was like, yo, I was thinking about it too. And then it just it just so happened. You know what I mean? So and it, everybody's motivating each other. And I think that's that's a dope part of it. You know what I mean? But you know, back to the to the reason why we're here and the project we're here. Um, for real one is just really because of how everybody is just kind of working together and just i like that evolution you guys started rapping together you reached out started rapping together you have raised the bar one and two then you guys have songs here and there then furious comes into the fold he starts producing a few songs on our previous projects of uh ables and then now here you have it so Able man, my, my next question is to you. How do you feel moving forward in terms of, you know, I'm, I'm pulling up your website earlier, right? It says rapper, ghostwriter, and then you have like the entrepreneur part as far as just putting people on to game on just, for me, I won't even say it's basic. I just think it's necessary information, steps on how to set up your home recording studio. Do you see yourself sometime in the near future, leaning more away from rap and into just managing talent?
2: Um, The music part, the rap part, I don't see myself going away from um, for selfish reasons. Like for me, creating is cathartic. Um, And I have a a personal benefit from creating music. Whether or not somebody receives it the way that I intended them to, that's out of my control. Um, And it's almost a competition with myself to be honest with you. Um, I think the greatest compliment that I got and I got it from a bunch of different people was like every new project put out is the one that I think is best. So for me, as long as I'm able to keep elevating my craft, um, I'm gonna keep doing it. And um, the beauty in music rap is you get sharper you know i mean barring like dementia alzheimer's anything like that um you know there's a limit to kobe you know what he can do physically you know at some point so you know eventually he's gonna get into that phil jackson mind space he would have right and he would understand the game on so many different levels he just wouldn't be able to go out there and execute physically because you know his body's gonna wear out the benefit we have as artists is you can always be able to as long as you can speak on the mic you're going to be better and you're going to understand things you're going to have more experiences to share with people more insight that you can give and provide and then artistically you can go spaces where um people don't expect you to go um and places that haven't been like uncharted territory um Nas is like one of my favorite rappers because he thought it so many different ways it was he did a song backwards he did a song uh, where he rapped from the perspective of a gun right he's This is English class, right? So, you know, this guy was reading Shakespeare and he was reading, um, you know, Steinbeck and, uh, you know, Donald Goins and all these like really uh, notable um, authors, right? So, for me, it's like, yo, I'm always getting better. Um, So, I'm gonna keep doing the music. As far as um, like the other stuff, giving the game away, teaching the game away, um, cultivating talent, that's something that doesn't take away from the music. Um, I think it's something that actually enhances it because they'll listen to you. If you got a catalog to stack and if they could just shuffle over any of your music, that gives you credence with artists. They're like, yo, whatever this dude, he has something I need to know. Like I need to learn something from this person. Um, so I think they go hand in hand. I don't think that they conflict with each other. But as far as the music, uh, Furious asked me just a couple of days ago and he was like, yo, you gonna stop, you know, after you do 12 albums in 12 months in a row. And I was like, nah, I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to run the numbers up so much that, you know, it's going to be like an impossible thing to beat. Um, and not only the numbers they hear truth to power and they hear what I'm putting out today, they can see the, the progression. Um, so as long as I'm able to to, to elevate the art form and contribute to hip hop, it has helped me so much and has gotten me through things and taught me so many things. If I can, um, contribute my part into helping other people whenever they get to it however they get to it at whatever time frame if I'm able to uplift and motivate anybody then I'm gonna keep doing it
1: It, this sounds like this is more therapy for all of you guys like in terms of just in your own different way you know what I mean because it just seems like your your motivation for going has nothing to do with anything material has nothing to do with accolades nothing to do with anybody else it just seems like all you guys have a, a self-motivation um going along with that like wh- where does that come from from you guys like is it just what brought you guys back and continuing to go now that you
3: you see that it's
1: moving it's the love
3: yeah well love yeah, the art yes yeah, love it's a, right it's and it's a different ball game from when you know i was rapping years ago with social media and stuff like that like You know, to look at like your Spotify stats and you see, you know, there's streams from South Africa. That's crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? To see that there's streams from like Ukraine. I'm like, what is that about? You know what I'm saying? Um, To see that there's streams from Omaha, Nebraska. You you know what I'm saying? like, And shout out to Morgan. You know what I'm saying? The other other day she tweeted like on Nothing Even Matters song. She was like, I needed this today. Now, you know, I don't know what she, you know, what she was going through or whatever, but the fact that somebody could, uh, hear one of the joints that you recorded and, you know, have that resonate with them. Like, that's huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not making, we're not making real bread off rap like that. You know, I'm not, I'm not knocking an opportunity to do that, but I'm not, I'm not doing that to make a living. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? What I'm doing. But, um, you know, to have that resonate with people, you know, in different countries and all over the, um you know, and all over the uh, world, it's just crazy to me.
2: Yo, you know, one of the things I ask myself is if you take money out of the picture, right, as a motivation, what kind of art do we get? You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) what what are people producing? If money's not an object and you don't have to trend and you don't have to get endorsement deals and you don't have to sell out shows, and everybody's just making what they love. I don't think music would sound the same for everybody, but I think the the four people that are in this frame right now, it would be the exact same.
1: And you could t- you could tell who cares about their art and who doesn't, you know, and it, and it just shows based on the music and the messages that are uh, sent in the music, how you approach your delivery and, and just your social media and how you present yourself. Like, you could just tell and how you, your, your individual interactions with people behind the scenes are. You know what I mean? Like like you said, man, like furious, numbs, able. Like anytime I hit you guys up for any type of advice, y'all down to stop what you're doing to break it down to, you know, to elementary levels. You know what I mean? And I think that ain't just with me. I think that's with anybody you guys encounter that you really rock with. So I think you are right. Everybody is doing what they're doing, podcasting recording, mixing, mastering, whatever it is, I think everybody's doing it for the love. And I think this is what you get, you know what I mean? Because we probably wouldn't be talking to each other had it not been for our common love of of hip hop. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, and I, you know, like, business example, like, you know, I, I'm sure we all shopped at Ikea, like all, all four of us at some point. And, um, like, they have such a big market share that one of their executives said, Um, it was an interview and they were asking her, um, why don't, why don't you guys improve your customer service? And she said we would lose money by doing that because it costs more for us to actually improve the customer service than it would be to just sell more of the product with low customer service. And I see a parallel in that in the music industry because the executives, all they're worried about is the money coming in and it takes time to develop and cultivate talent and they don't wanna be involved in the R&D phase of music. They just wanna sell the stuff that's gonna sell immediately. It's gonna sell itself. Um, so there's like a disincentive to actually create quality content. It's easier to just sell something that's um, easy to sell on the radio, right? It's like a nursery rhyme. Like sometimes I hear the songs of the trend on TikTok like when my, when my wife is like streaming through her TikTok wheel and I'd be like, I can't believe somebody actually put that out as music and it's trending. It has like 20 million views. And I'm like, yo, what, what is, how is this even actual art? But this is the stuff that everybody's gravitating to. So I understand where the music is going in that direction because it's 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 more lucrative to have higher volume of stuff that you can sell quicker than actually investing in anything that has quality. So quality is actually an accidental byproduct. Like somebody like Nicole or somebody, they'll break through the cracks, but. For every one cold, you got a hundred little whatevers that come, and we never hear a song from them again. But that's 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 what makes
4: the money and moves the machine. Now it's like it's like Abel was saying, like they, they they're popular on TikTok, but you put those songs or anything else, and it sounds like it sounds it sounds terrible. It it can't move past TikTok, and and they don't last long. It's like the microwave area. Like it, you you'll have a little trendy song for two weeks, but after that, like you said, they disappear. I, and us for it, I'm not trying to do dis- you know, I want, just like you said, when she listens, nothing, nothing even matters. I want you to be able to go back to my stuff, not because it's popular for the weekend, because it got a little trendy dance. I don't, that don't mean nothing to me. I don't want to be popular for the month. You know what I'm saying? I'm, no, I'm trying to be next couple of years.
3: Right. And if that's your way of it, that's cool. Like, I'm not knocking anybody's hustle. Uh, if you made a quick come up on, on some cash. I mean, that's no different than, I guess, hitting a stock or something. You know what I'm saying? So um, if they want to do that, more more power to them. I would rather get the tweet about, you know, me me helping somebody or me getting somebody through a situation. But, um, you know, that's me, though.
1: Speaking of TikTok, how, how important has social media been to you guys in your your communications your resurgence into music and keeping you going like how important has just the the people out there that's resonating with your music been
4: as far as for me instagram got me as far as the beat videos but to the point now like i said go back to thanking abel and thanking numbs to a point where now that i caught their attention Half time on Twitter, like eighty percent of the time on Twitter, I'm not even talking about. I'm not even promoting myself. You know, I just I'm just talking regular. I may chime in on some kind of hip hop post or something like that, or if you post something, cash. But now it's to the point where like I'm just it's like I'm selling myself now. They be like, oh, Fear Styles, he's a cool dude. I'm making jokes. I'm I'm laughing and stuff. I don't even speak about my beats and my music until something else comes up. I don't have to put a beat video up every week now. To the point where now you just see me as a person. You, you see I'm a real guy, I'm a genuine guy, you can talk to me and things like that. So social media has let people know, okay, he's he's not bougie, he's not whatever. you seeing me as the person. And then when it's time for me to put something out, oh, oh, since you guys like me, whatever, he thought that was funny, check this out. Whoop, me and Nums got this coming out. Me and Bell got this coming out. Oh, Fear Styles is cool, so I'm gonna check it out. So me just being able to talk to people, that's what keeps it, that's what makes it so cool. I don't have to push music all the time.
3: Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um I just found that there's a world of people that that look at music without a name brand, you know what I'm saying? Um they don't in fact, I feel like the majority of my timeline that they, they they dislike most mainstream rappers, like the Drake slander, the Rick Ross the Rick Ross slander, the yeah. like all of that is like insane. And saying, you know, a lot of that is insane to say. And, it it, it, you know, stuff like that, I I respect it because they, you know, most of the people on my timeline appreciate like real bars. And it might not necessarily be music that I'm into, but they certainly give uh, other artists a look. You know what I'm saying? You would think like Ransom, you know, Ransom is treated like Hov on on my timeline. and I love that. You know what I'm saying? Because a dude like that needs his flowers and you know, guys like Rock Marcia guys like Rock Marciano, guys like um uh Rome Streets, people like that, like, you know, whether I'm a fan of certain people or not, like they definitely get their flowers from people online. I think that's dope.
1: Moving moving from social media to real life, like, are you guys looking to to like expand out into full-on just doing shows and reaching out and touching the people outside of just putting out the bodies of work
2: yeah definitely man like uh you no know, we i started really going hard when um during the pandemic just like furious was saying so that was a real interesting period because creation was at an all-time high but there was no way to actually interact physically with anybody right so it, it kind of gave somebody like me an opportunity to really like hone like my craft without necessarily being able to go out there and test it, you know. So it was more of a, um, a building phase and a, it was like a like a 18 month training camp pretty much. Um, but now things are opening up. And um, during that time, you created a, a following, you know, however small it is. Like, it's crazy. I've actually had people bump into me somewhere and ask me for an autograph. Um, And it was like the most mind blowing thing to me, like that somebody would actually want my signature on anything. Um, So yeah, answer the question is um, definitely get into the space of being able to touch the people, um, even like pressing up CDs and merch. And then um, people like to engage with you on a storyline. Like they want to feel invested in you as a person and who you are. I think hip hop more than any other genre because I mean, that's why I like ghostwriting is so frowned upon because hip hop is the assumption is that you're writing your life. Right. When somebody says Beyonce wrote a song, that's the exception. You're like, oh wow, she wrote that. You know what I'm saying? Whereas in hip hop, if they didn't write it, is when it makes the news headline, right? If Dre didn't write, still Dre. You know what I'm saying? Like that was like the that was the headline. Um, so you know, um you need to people need to feel like, they know you like you know what? what's eminem's daughter's name haley haley, haley. haley. What's, what's toby keith's daughter's name have no idea Nobody, we don't even know if he has kids <laughs> we know jay's best friend we know tata tata never did a record in his life right. <laughs> we know who he is right he's a celebrity because jay made him a celebrity immortalized them in his raps that's what hip-hop is so um they definitely want to feel like they're part of your life so um the performance part is like the last it's the missing link like they can touch you they could dap you up they could take a photo with you so yeah that's definitely something that um you know i've been approached by some people i just trying trying to get the time to carve out uh, to be able to actually do that
1: yeah And one thing you might run into is they may yell out a song when you get back on that stage and having 14 projects that's <laughs> might, that might be a tough task <laughs> that might be a tough task <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I got to learn all the words to my stuff. I gotta go <laughs> you, you got you. May, you may may have to go back. You may have to go back to soul plane or something like yeah, <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna be, be dipset you
2: know, with the reference track in the background. <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: man. You got to at least. Yeah, you, know, you got to have a defined set list because you got just you just got way too much, man. Yeah, right? I'm a, don't put that pressure on yourself. <laughs> on
2: stage with me, <laughs> filling the banks.
1: Yeah, I got you. For sure, man. But it, it's November, man. I, I want to get into Real One real quick before I get into what you guys got going on separately and, and you know, collectively in, in the future. So so Real One, man. Um, ah, where, where, where do I start with that, man? I'll I just, I'll start with some of my favorites uh, on here um, as far as from a lyrical and just what you guys have produced. So I'll start with uh, Mindful.
0: Yeah classic vibes, no surprise
3: you your
0: This little light of mine, I'ma let it shine God's grace is always on my mind I said this low light of mine, I'ma let it shine God's grace is always on my mind One more time I said This low light of mine, I'ma let it shine God's grace is always on my mind Let's rock I can't stress cause I'm way too blessed I am way more strong and now I came through less All the glory be to God It's the journal of a sinner And I always had to drive But the Kardashian is really gentle Like Kylie but I make up rap I saw reality I need a plug like a battery pack I got you Take whatever you need fam And we can always politics see Spain
1: Serious? i'll I'll let you you start with that because you were acting that kind of fool
4: on that one About he'll hit me up, and he'll be like, he'll give me like a a crazy suggestion for a sample I'm like I'm thinking myself, like you want to sample that, but he's never been wrong and same with numbs, like never been wrong and uh and it take me a while to sit there and and figure out what I can do. And once I give him the canvas, man, he, he takes off. What made you, yeah, what, what he's sample amazing, man. for, for never seen
1: somebody work. My bad. Go ahead. No, go ahead.
4: I'm, I'm good. No, I
1: was saying for the people listening as far as, uh, you know, that don't have the video or whatever, like what sample was it? And, and Abel, you could take it from wherever you at. Like what sample was it? What made you want to, want to rap over that sample? Uh, The original. Tell them what you told me to sample,
2: please. It was for this song. It was, um, uh every little thing you do um so that's going back 94 maybe um and that was so for real right so they two breakout hits that was that one in candy rain um i just for for this project that was the one that fit and you know on the last one we did swv um and like i was telling furious that like my my whole like the the inspiration for it is like in basketball you know we go back and see these guys that were all-time greats back in the 60s right like the bob Cousy's and the elgin baylor's and even the will chamberlains and you see them play ball and you're like yo yeah these guys are hall of Famers, all-time greats but it looks mad dated like the way they're playing and dribbling and all that stuff it's like they had like the fundamentals but artistically it wasn't the art of basketball wasn't as evolved so for me this is an opportunity for me to time travel and to take the Steph Curry dribble with Kyrie Irving dribble and take it back to the forum in Englewood and run it back with the Showtime Lakers and see um, how I would sound. Like take Steph Curry back and put him in, in the 60s and 70s with the crossover dribbles and the and the no look passes and the turnaround three pointers from 30. And that's what it is for me, going back on these tracks that, that define my childhood. And being able to take my evolved rap style and rap on those beats. So that that that's what the inspiration was for that.
1: Nums, you got the title track,
3: man. The, the, the,
1: you, you got the intro. No,
3: nah, I got number two. Number you know two. What I'm saying?
1: We, me, we, I, me and Prez harp on and on and on. And I know you and Furious and everybody can agree. Setting the tone the first time a person listens to you. Yes, Abel, this is your 14th project. But this is the first time somebody's listening to you. You know what I mean? So what you pick as that first, those first few bars means everything. You know what I mean? And um, I didn't hear that beat prior. You ain't send me no, you ain't send me no beat video with that. I,
3: I, actually, I actually did number two, the grind and shine joint. But I I would just send it a bump. I was just sending a bunch to Abel, you know what I'm saying? And it went from like, uh, you know. Able some of my progression, I send them everything, you know what I'm saying. And then, you know, he with the with the number two, the rise to uh, what was it Rise to Shine? We're gonna grind, the,
1: yeah, right now, nah, grind to grind, shine,
3: grind to shine joint. Um, I sent them that on like a Saturday morning, and it's crazy because it was the quickest I've ever done a beat, you know what I'm saying? It was like it was like quick, like in between my kids running back and forth. I just cooked it up real quick, and I just sent it before um you know i went to the gym or whatever and then he was just like yo anybody got that beat i'm like nah that's you bro um so yeah i was happy to get that one off um the sample was dope i knew he was gonna kill it like abel able, um i could tell he was excited about it because he sent me like four to six bars like within minutes like of what he had in his head you know what i'm saying um so that ended up being dope man you know i think I think that was the um the first joint he went with on the album um out of the 3 I did so you know I was excited to um get that one off for sure
0: Numbs what up. We go. gon'
3: grind until we
0: shine. We gon' grind until we shine. We gon' grind. Hey, turn the volume up and the lights down. I'm about to spend. Numbs what up. Until we uh, shine. Hey, yeah. Numbs through love. I'ma catch a light. Like Blake Griffin. You see, we race the ball like cake Mix. The mother do better. That's the room, Like straight out of page six. The can't see the truth. Need lace. Hey, ah Music turn to politics now. Clay. Aitken hey yeah. like when Danny Green left. Clay. Ah Forget it. Got dudes are slow bro, slow mo. see, I gotta jump in here. Puck up, stick, notes, flow sick. It's disgusting. In any gold combo, you discuss him. Flow a gold diamond like dust in. The game was saved by your bell, trust him. A post stuff back against the wall. This a must win. Game seven edits over training camp. You wanna be the man, then you gotta meet the man. Nice to meet you, I'ma teach you. Hunt the dog that overachieved. Exceeded height, but in the first place.
1: Yeah, for the people that don't know and haven't listened to Real One, Furious and uh Numbs, y'all y'all respectively, whoever wanted to start first, what particular tracks have you guys produced so that they can kind of go to those tracks and have a have a familiarity with the tracks once they listen to the interview? Uh I did two,
3: two. Um, which is uh Rod right, I'm sorry, Abel. <laughs> Um <laughs> he doing yo, man, he, he working he working so much. Yo, he working so much. I'm
2: on my phone looking it up myself, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, see, four four
1: four ten joints, so, yeah. man. You lose track, man. Yeah,
2: so Nums did he actually did three. So he did Grind and Shine, that's track number two. Um he did Leave from the Front, which is track number four, and then he did the closeout track off the hook. And Furious did number three, we different. Um, that's actually going to be on his album as well. Um, and then he also did uh, Mindful, which is uh, number eight. It's the second to last one. It's the one with the soul for real sample on it.
1: That's excellent segue because that's another one of my my um, personal favorite songs off the project. Mindful release and um, "Lead from the front. There's a big difference between a boss and a leader. Okay,
0: break that down. A boss just gives orders. Conversely, a leader leads by example. And with that said, I'ma lead from the front. Yeah, uh. Follow my lead. Humility you see, but stand up, not on my knees. We raised the bar so far, so follow my lead, and I won't steer you wrong. They're uplifting. My songs to get you strong. I sing along. Yeah. Lead from the front, not the back row. I see the big picture, macro. Pits on every page, like Satchel. Rock solid statue. That's true. Truth coming at you. I have Lead from the front. Every boss is not a leader. Leave from the front. Every boss is not a teacher. Leave from the front. The flows is eather to speak. Not a cheater, but I'm faster than a cheater. Try to keep up, I say things in my songs you should listen to. I know that if I don't make them come around, floor is easy access. So they can walk right in, but I choose to elevate.
1: So like it it just speaks to a whole lot of stuff. You know, people that don't know, I'm in the military and just but a lot of leadership things that you that were said in there in terms of just putting putting your your purpose out there as far as just being a person that people can follow and respect you know what i mean that's kind of what i got from that from that song just because you you know you can be in a position of power but people really don't respect you and that's kind of what i got from that song and it's very I always talk about this adult rap, man. Like I love to hear adult rap. I'm almost forty, right? I'm I'm just I, that's just what I'm into right now. I'm on a different different level, different way of thinking. And then when you hear songs like that, that's where it's like, okay, it absolutely resonates. And you know what I mean? And I was I would send this to anybody as far as check out this artist, you know what I mean? This is this is what he brings to the table. You continuously infuse leadership qualities in your music you also continuously infuse your spirituality in the music are those two things are things that keep you going as well outside of just your love for hip-hop
2: yeah absolutely um and you know when I heard Jay's 444 album that was it was a pivotal album for me I know a lot of people didn't necessarily make like it because it wasn't It didn't have any, like, club bangers or something that you would just, like, blast at a party, um, which is something that they've come to expect from Jay. But to me, um, it showed his evolution, like the things he was talking about. You know, in in hip-hop, we try to hide our flaws, right? So we're always, you know, bravado and battling is built. It's baked into the culture. So rappers don't like to show vulnerability. They like to say how they're the best, and um, they're like superheroes, but, you know, that was a very humble Jay. Like Jay's not known for humility, right? If you had to brand him, you would say humility is not one of the things that you would put in the Jay-Z brand, but that was him expressing his regret for infidelity in his wife um, and things like that, that somebody that's our age, that grew up listening to hip hop, if you turn on a radio, those aren't the things that are going to be necessarily discussed. You really got to dig through the crates and dig through Spotify to find like a sky zoo or find like a ransom or find somebody like that to be able to um, actually relate your day to day life to rap music. And we're not outgrowing hip hop like it's part of us right now. We're all dressed hip hop. Look at everybody. Look what we're wearing, hoodies and, and, and fitted hats. Right, it wasn't something like our parents thought that eventually we would stop wearing jerseys and we would stop wearing um, Jays. Like we're gonna be sixty, seven years old still wearing the same things, talking the same way, but the music isn't necessarily evolving with us. So I wanted to infuse things that relate to somebody that's from our era that's still in hip hop and is gonna continue in hip hop. And what are the things that we talk about? What are the like financial literacy? Um, social things um political things um just being connected to things outside of you know whatever's popping um whatever like you know everybody knows when the jays are coming out but they don't know when the election day is right so let, let me put that into the music you know they don't know they don't know how to blow a stack of cash but they don't know how to set up an llc right so let me let me show them how to do that these are all things that i've done and these are things that I can frame it in a cool way. Like Jay to me was so cool when I was growing up because he was saying the things my dad was saying, right? He was he was saying, work hard, hustle, grind, right? That's what it is. My dad just said, go to school, but Jay was an entrepreneur just like my dad was, right? So the message has to come from a person that frames it in a way that you can receive it. And I feel like us, all of us, everybody that's on the screen right now can can push that message through to these kids and people that are our age a lot better than somebody that's sitting in front of a chalkboard in a lecture auditorium. So these are kind of the things I want to touch on in my music and hopefully, you know, people are getting bits and pieces as I release this content.
1: Absolutely, man. And I definitely get that. Like it's difficult to rap for 14 straight projects, no curse words about your spirituality and still be dope. You know what I mean? People people rely on the N word, people rely on the cuss words as a crutch. Yeah. You know what I mean, and and, and I, you know, I have to. I, you know
2: what I'm saying. I'm guilty of the same thing. I got you
1: you go, Oh, same. You yeah. scrape
2: it, you, you'll find some stuff where you know I sounded differently, but you know that the evolution is definitely um, something that I'm proud of.
1: Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Back 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 in my rapid days, I would shoot them up, bang bang. I got more bodies than John got. I heard. I definitely.
2: Yeah. And that's cool, too. man. I enjoyed that stuff from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can listen to your old stuff, but I don't think it's I don't think that the mistake is in stopping somewhere. I think it's in staying there. You know what I'm saying? If you never evolve, then that's that's where you're hurting yourself and you're you're, you're cheating your audience is if you don't evolve.
1: Yeah. And it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing to evolve. Sometimes people and wherever you come from don't like to see the. Or recognize that you're evolving, but it it happens. And, you know, sometimes you shed off dead weight. You shed off dead ways of uh, or old ways of thinking. But I, I like what you guys are doing now collectively as far as just everybody is like pick and roll, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bought the music back with Numbs. okay? He gets into it a year, year and a half. Now he's into production. Furious is away for a little bit. Posts videos. I know his story posts videos for about a year straight. Now he's on multiple different projects and probably has people hitting him up and has, you know, a reoccurring business as far as for his production. You know, that all leads me to, you know, I know I got you guys and I kept you guys for a while now, but I want to see, you know, just let you guys know. I appreciate you guys coming on, first of all, first and foremost. But before we leave, I want you guys to each let us know what you got coming on, things that you could speak of and um what you guys got planned for 2022
4: uh, i got a question when is this coming out
1: this is coming out i want to say tuesday possibly friday next week
4: don't worry okay well i can speak on it then well thanks to you brothers uh like uh Bill spoke on i actually have an album coming out called noise in the hood by the time this come out the promo will jump off all three of these brothers right here are actually on there they all bless me with amazing tracks uh, I've been working on this since July, man. Uh, it's a chance for me to show what I can do. Actually, it's called Noise in the Hood. I got artists from all parts of everywhere. East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, and the South. So I just wanted to show that I can do, I can touch every region, you know, and that's my whole point and I plan on doing this at least two or three more times. Hope you guys like it, man, and I'm looking forward to it. So it's, it's going to be coming out this month.
1: For sure, for sure. Numbers, what about you? I know last time we talked, you, 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 and above was about Abel, Abel. Sorry, my bad. You guys were talking about raise the bar three. Is that still? Yeah.
3: yeah, it's in the works. Um, we got um, I sent Abel a few joints. I think three joints, uh, so far. But we plan on dropping that um, December twenty eighth, December twenty eighth. Um, we'll drop raise the bar three. Um, it's, it's called raise the bar three, the final act. Um, and we got, um, some production from furious on there already. Squisher, um, myself and, um, we got a couple of surprises on there. A couple of, you know, the way we format it, um, one of the songs in particular is something that people have been asking for, for a while. Um, so I think people are going to be, um, you know, surprised how we going to get after this one. And, um, it's going to be a dope, it's going to, it's going to be dope, man. I mean, it's coming right at the end of the year. Um, I think Abel and I have both done done enough. enough um, this year to be in some conversations uh, for sure on the body of work we both put in. I think we're going to close it out well. And I, I think raise the bar three is going to be going to be the best from what I'm hearing so far. But um, yeah, be on, be on lookout. We're dropping that um December 28th. So looking forward to that.
2: Uh, so I got definitely raise the bar threes. I'm, very excited about that we got some really cool concepts and um it's just going to be interesting to see like the evolution and the progression uh from one to two i think probably three the the this the the elevation between two and three is probably gonna be the most pronounced one so far just because both of our artistries have respectively uh spiked since the last drop and it's going to be cool because uh numbs is actually going to be producing on this as well right so um, that's going to be uh, like a milestone uh, that we're going to cross together. Um, and then I got uh, my November album. It's called Off the Charts. Um, and it's kind of a play on, you know, just being off the charts, like as far as like, you know, the, the, the rap being like elevated, but then also off the charts because it's not on the charts. Um, and then I got another one in December. I haven't about that one yet, but I'm sure it is going to be a bunch of numbs and uh, Fury style production on both of them. And then going into 2022, um, I've been reaching out to some international artists. I'm originally from Ethiopia, so um, I've been getting a lot of buzz from uh, back home. And um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but there's a lot of political unrest in Ethiopia right now. Um, and then, um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's really sad. Um, and a couple myself, uh, a friend of mine, Mike Ellison, um, we used to host uh, Deaf Poetry Jam. Um, He's a pretty, uh, he's a pretty uh, um, notable guy in, in both music and film, and TV. And uh, we've been talking about different ways to be able to use um, our audiences and our art to be able to unify the people and bring some, you know, some solace and some comfort at a time of political unrest. Um, so I'm excited to actually uh, go into that direction as well and try to see if um, we can bridge um some gaps and some uh some some political cross political barriers uh through music and art
1: sounds dope that sounds dope man but if i haven't said it once i'll say it again fellas i appreciate you guys coming on i appreciate you guys fellowship with the music and everything that you guys are doing and I, and i wish you guys the best with this current project and everything that you guys got moving forward it's, it's a beautiful thing to see with you know when i wake up and i see you guys interacting with you guys and your numbers spiking and you guys enjoying new successes and reaching new people with your music because it's just a beautiful feeling, you know, just being in this in this creative space, you know. So, uh, with that said, this is Cash One Half for the Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. This is episode. This is a bonus episode for our Patreon supporters. So this will be going straight out to our Patreon supporters oh. right away as soon as they can get it, and this is their their free uh thing of the month so if you want to join the patreons www.patreon.com forward slash dsc underscore podcast you can get more conversations like this as soon as they come out raw straight out the box no editing and then everybody else will get the the pretty package once we do that but you guys get it here first So as far as our, our patreon supporters
2: yeah we want to salute you man thank you for the platform thank you yeah hey, uh, numbs and vaughn like you you guys really um, you've you brought a lot of really really dope, useful, uplifting content. You know what I'm saying? And you guys are using your platform in a way that's really equitable to everybody. And um, salute you guys. I know it's not easy to you know to, to create content like this, high quality content that really is meaningful. When like the stuff that's cutting through is all like the the noise, but you guys are sticking to your guns, and we're grateful for that, man. Salute. Yeah, appreciate you yeah, too, man. Cause. Definitely,
1: I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Character is everything with us, man, for sure, man. So we can do the clickbait stuff for sure. We can do it, but it just ain't us. Uh, I think think numbs would agree. Yeah, man. All right, fellas. With that said, man, we out, man. I appreciate y'all. All All right, peace. Peace out, y'all.